You may be seated. In Mark chapter 3, excuse me, we find that Jesus called his disciples unto him. And of them he ordained the twelve. And we find that he ordained them to be with him. In John chapter 15, we see that he uses another angle of the ordaining, or he says, I have ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. I want to give you tonight, Patrick, and all of us who would listen, the four principles or four Ps that would be necessary to have a ministry that's ordained by God. Number one, Brother Patrick, we must have His power. Jesus said, of course, in Matthew chapter 28, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. We know that as a one that is sent, he was talking to his disciples, the ones that he had ordained, the ones that he would send, and he said, all the power is given unto me. Go and teach all nations. If we are going to have a ministry that's ordained of God, we must have a ministry that has the power of God. For the Bible talks about those in the end times that will have a form of godliness, but they will deny the power of God. John chapter 14 and verse 12 tells us that where Jesus said, He that believeth on me will do greater works. Luke chapter 10 and verse 19, Jesus said, Brother Patrick, I give you power over the enemy. He gave us power, he said, to tread on scorpions and snakes. But he went a step higher. And he said, I give you power over the enemy. We need, Brother Patrick, in these end times. You and I both know that living in a place like Germany that was, is filled with sensuality and immorality and Uh, uh, thinking that is abstract from God, away from a God, apart from God. We cannot do the work of God without the power of God. Number two, we must have His presence. For we cannot have His power without His presence. In Exodus chapter 33 and verse 15, God had told Noah, uh, Moses, God had said to Moses, Moses, I want you to go to the, to the promised land. I want you to go and I will send my angels before you and they will drive out the inhabitants. And later on, he, he, he came back and he said, hey, tell the people I am tired of their being stiff-necked. I'm tired of their idolatry. I'm tired of their turning away from me in a lack of faith. Hey, Moses, I want you to tell the people that you can go and I will send my angel before you, but I will not go up with you because I don't want to be with you. And Moses said, God, if you don't go with us, we don't want to go. 
God, we're not satisfied with the angel of God fighting before us. We want to know that the presence of Almighty God is with us in person Himself. Jesus said in John chapter 14 and verse 23, He that hath my words and keepeth them, I and my Father will come unto him and make our abode with him. We must have, Brother Patrick, to have a ministry that's ordained by God. We have to have His power. But how can we have His power without His presence? Oh, there may be some things accomplished. There may be some good things done. There may be some souls saved. There may be some buildings built. There may be some people helped. But can we truly do what Jesus said? Hey, greater work shall He do than I because I go to my Father. We can't hope to have those greater works if we don't have the presence of God with us. We must have His power. We must have His presence. Number three, we must have His priorities. We cannot have His power without His presence, and we cannot have His presence as in abundantly powerful presence apart from sharing His priorities. His priorities are laid out for us in Colossians chapter 3 where God says, set your affections on things above. Brother Patrick and Miss Christelle, I know I've watched you, you grow, although I haven't been real close during those years. I've been around the world and you've been on the other side. I've watched you grow and you've gone from that place where you've had that career. You've had what so many people covet. I know that I, I understand in coming from Africa and living there the difficulty of taking a career and education and a career and walking away from it and saying I have the priority of setting my affection on things above and not on the things of this earth. And I will seek the things above. We often desire to set our affection on things above, but we fail to seek the things above, and therefore eventually our affections are not on the things above. Our affections become what we seek after. What I seek for, what I search for, what I desire, I'm willing to go out of my way, out of my time, out of my comfort zone to find that is what I seek after and what my affections will become. We must set our affections to have His priorities. We must seek the things above to have His priorities. We must subdue our appetites to have His priorities. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1 says, Mortify, therefore, your members. We must subdue our earthly appetites. I thank God and thank you, preacher, for this week that we set aside, or two weeks, and set it aside to say, hey, we're going to deprive ourselves from our appetites 
We're going to mortify our members because when we began to do that, our focus begins to change to seeking things that are above and not the things of this earth. And when we begin to seek the things above, we begin to set our affection on those things. Having his priorities means to solicit the help of the Almighty. We go through so much of our lives, and I say we, I'm, it, it's confession, it's what I do, and I, feel, I assume most people are human like me. Who's laughing? We go through so much without soliciting the help of our Father. I'm afraid there's so much good ministry done in the power of the flesh because we don't solicit the help of the almighty we rely on our education we rely on our upbringing we rely on our character we rely on our honesty we rely on our integrity but we don't solicit the help of the almighty To have his priorities means we will separate ourselves unto him. Which brings us to number four. We must have his perspective. We must have his power, which comes from his presence, which comes from having his priorities, which comes from having his perspective. In Proverbs 18 and verse 1, the Bible says, through desire, a man having separated himself seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. Many, Brother Patrick, have the desire, but few separate themselves. And in particular, right now, I'm not talking about sanctification. That's very important. I believe we both understand that. I'm talking about time separate from everybody and everything to learn his perspective. He is wisdom. We need to see the ministry and life and people through his eyes. That only comes from separating ourselves. Jesus said in Mark 3, I have ordained you to be with me. Brother Patrick, I think it would be a mistake tonight for us to focus on the fact we're ordaining you to the work. In truth, we're ordaining you to be with him. We want your focus, your desire to separate unto him. As Marvin Smith has said, we need hours with God for minutes with man. 
We seem to spend hours with man and minutes with God. But how can we hope in the world in which we live to have his priorities if we don't have his perspective? How can we hope to have his presence when we're not setting our affection on things above because we're not seeking the things which are above because we've not subdued our appetites because we haven't solicited his help because we haven't separated ourselves unto him. John said in John 15, Jesus said, sorry, I have ordained you to bear fruit. Being with Christ bears fruit. Jesus said in John 15, I am the vine. You need to abide in me. And you'll bring forth fruit. Patrick, we have talked about it. But the church in these last days does not need machinery set up that produces a product that men can ooh and ah over and want to copy. Because a product only lasts so long. God needs men who are trees planted by the rivers of water to bring forth fruit in their season and have their leaf not wither. And whatsoever they do prosper, because they are separated unto him. So much so that they spend so much time that it no longer matters what men think. We care about what God says. We don't care about how the churches are growing and how they're getting people to come by their machinery. We desire to bear fruit that abounds. Because we've been with Jesus, and Jesus is the fruit maker. He makes trees, and trees bear fruit. I'm saying tonight that we have to have his perspective. Wisdom, Proverbs 18.1, through desire a man having separated himself, seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. Wisdom, Brother Patrick, I believe, is the ability to see life through the eyes of God. Jesus said, the wisdom of this world, God said, is the foolishness with God. So let him that is wise in this world count himself as a fool and let us be wise unto Christ that only comes with time with Jesus Christ as you go and as you minister your focus your ordain we're ordaining you tonight to be with and we know that if you with, you're with him, you will bear fruit. 
We know that if you're with Him, that you will have His priorities. We know that if you're with Him, His priorities will bring His presence. And we know that when you have His presence, I'm not talking about the presence of the Holy Spirit at the day of salvation. I'm talking about where Jesus went a step further and He said, Hey, if you keep my words, my, me and my Father, we will come unto you and we will make our abode with you. It'll be like the temple in, the, in Solomon's day where they cleansed it and they sacrificed and they cleaned it out and God came down and the presence of God dwelt and everybody had to step back because the power of God had fallen upon the temple of God. And Brother Patrick, when you begin to walk with God and God's presence comes down as you cleanse the temple and you separate yourself unto Him, the power will come down and people will say, I don't know what it is that that man has, but I want what he has. What he says doesn't make sense to me. It is foreign from my German thinking, from my upbringing, from my schooling. But there's something there that's valuable and I want it no matter what the cost. Because Jesus is being lifted up and drawn men to himself. God's power is what we need to It's the focus of our ministry. Jesus said, Brother Patrick, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Something that God reminds me of often. When I start getting weary in well-doing, God says to me, are you in my yoke or are you in your own yoke? Have you spent the time with me so that you don't have to do the work, but I can do it for you. Or are you once again laboring in your own yoke, in your own power, and now you're weary? The world has yet to see what God can do with one man. Totally yielded to him. I think it was Moody. That yieldedness comes in the separation. Not just in the morning, Brother Patrick. Find some days where you can go with him. Find some hours that you can go with him. Remove yourself and have a ministry that's ordained by God. Father in heaven, Your name is holy, and you are righteous. And Father, so 